let the Eurovision Song Contest begin! Good morning, good evening, and a good afternoon to all of you listening out there. Welcome back to Do's Poire for Eurovision Forever. My name is Jack. This is my partner in crime, Liz, who has just moved house. Oh, well, we say that and not even fully. I still have to... Uh, well, the rest of my furniture is being delivered on Saturday. Let's just say that. The removalist showed up with... The world's smallest moving truck. Um, and so <laughs> moved three of my things on moving day and the rest will come on Saturday. Yes, but there is something that is in the right place now. Maybe maybe your couch isn't, but your tooth is back. Huzzah! Your tooth is back in your face after... A, uh, if you've been here for a while, you know the months-long drama of Liz's tooth falling out into a soft food she was eating it was it did not fall out okay it snapped off in that bar me thank you very much it's i don't get snapped. it isn't barn me just noodles no that's the uh, cr- crunchy bread roll oh yes okay i was woefully woefully off point on my asian food can't take you anywhere well one place you can take me is turkey because that is where we are gobble, going gobble, for gobble, Eurovision gobble, gobble, this gobble, week. Gobble, gobble, no, indeed. No. <laughs> is this our Dust in the Turkey episode? Huzzah! Finally! <laughs> I'm so excited. Man gets his due. Turkey gets his due, I guess. Um, no, we're going to the Republic of Turkey, which <gasps> is obviously you're going to tell us some facts about recently. Obviously in the news right now for two reasons. One, they're trying to get everyone to change the spelling to the traditional Turkish spelling. Yes. So people stop thinking they're related to the bird, which we have not helped the case, (laughs) the cause in any way tonight. And two, obviously all of this mess with NATO blocking Sweden and Finland from entering as of yesterday went fine. Sweden and Finland can enter NATO. So it's been a bit dramatic for Turkey recently. Oh, so, okay, I've seen the – so how would Turkey like us to pronounce their name? I don't know. Like, I think it's still pronounced the same, but they spell it differently now. Like, it's T U R K I Y E. Turkia. Turkia? It sounds like we have to put the country together with an Allen key. <laughs> it has, does a bit. It does. Has Turkey considered keeping the name but forcing the large bird to change theirs? See, I don't know whether. Like, I don't think they're named after the, after, like, I don't think the bird is from Turkey and I don't think Turkey has any connection to the bird. As far as I know, happy to be proven wrong. Oh yeah, I think it's just a a happy coincidence. Yeah. Uh, Well, not for the Turks. They're not thrilled by it, but such as life. Hey, Turkey have entered Eurovision 34 times. Of those 34 entries, they had 33 finals, 10 top 10s. Six top fives. They came third once. They came second once, and they won the contest once as well. Woo. It's an exciting time. It's an exciting country. Oh, they were throwing their feathers in the air in excitement. <laughs> this will not help their geopolitical situation. 
This is not the tourist campaign they want you to wage. You know what? I think they should go the other way and I think they should fully um, embrace it and all of their commercials should just be like just people wandering around in giant turkey costumes. Put the bird on the flag and everything. Mm. Yeah. Rename the dollar the gobble. The go- <laughs> Oh, my God. I would absolutely start a campaign to adopt the Turkish gobble, if I could. A hundred percent. Like, I'd be like, you know what? You know what? Australia, the dollar is fine, but have you seen how well the gobble is going? Oh, we should gobble up that gobble. Oh, I just want to get on the stock market and I just want to gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> Alrighty, time to tell us a couple of things about Turkey. Lay it on me. Oh, my lord. They're actually a very intelligent bird. No, not the bird. <laughs> No, they all have their own distinct personality and are actually good problem solvers. Uh-huh. Uh, no, wrong wrong turkey. Wrong turkey, unfortunately. Wrong turkey. Though, if you would like to hear the rest of that speech, Liz has a new podcast coming out all about bird facts. <laughs> it's it, called... Oh, the public are going to gobble it up. Yep. It's called... Uh, uh, I can't think of a bird pun here. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say people are getting ready to like search it as you talk it. They're yeah, like, I know. Oh. It, it, it's called um, Bird Facts with Liz. Ugh. This, this is why you don't get to name things, Jack. <sighs> this, is, this is why I get kicked out of maternity wards. Anyway, <laughs> take it away. Oh my lord! Okay, my favorite bit, and by popular demand, we have to play the "How many people in your country." Can you tell me what the population of Turkey is? How many men in a turkey? To be honest, there shouldn't be any men in a turkey. I'm just saying. Or um, ladies either. No one should be in a turkey. Although it does remind me of that episode of Friends where Monica and Joey get the put the turkeys on their heads. Um, I think it's around the same size as Germany. And Germany is about 80 million people. So I'll say 80 million people. Wow. Okay. Um. You're wrong, first oh, of all. Great. Um, <laughs> population, approximately 84.6 million people. Come on. If you I'd asked you, you would have been like, I think it's like 200,000 people and a sandwich. 4.6 million people out. I'm not paying that. That's like a drop in the bucket. Uh, 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 this is why you don't get to lead countries anymore, Jack. I know. Oh, my lord. Kicked out of government, kicked out of the maternity ward. <laughs> this is why you got they fired you from your job providing lifeboats to the Titanic. <laughs> I was blown away. I had to, I had no idea Turkey had a population so huge. Yeah, I know. Am I the only one in the world who didn't know? I feel like you are, because I almost knew. Wow. I was then well, promptly told 4. I didn't 5 know. Million. Yeah. Um <laughs> Oh my lord, yeah, no, eighty four point six. Mind blown the other thing that blew my mind is i thought i knew what the capital city of turkey is i thought it was istanbul it's not it trips people up doesn't it you always think turkey and istanbul but it's obviously ankara right obviously obviously (laughs) i mean i think turkey i just think of the terrible dustin hoffman movie that was an unmitigated (laughs) failure and I just, I'm like, well, it's Istanbul. Who, why would you name your movie, even a second-rate shit movie, 
after a city that's not the capital. I just find that strange. Well, there's there's a lot of movies named after non-capital cities. Name one. Name one. Name me one movie called – tell me about Dubbo the movie. Go no, on. I don't think there's a Dubbo the movie, but there's definitely – Tell me definitely... about Port Lincoln the movie. There's uh, Shanghai Nights. I'm just going to ignore that. Okay, what, because I was right? You know we don't talk about Owen Wilson on this podcast. Ah, that's right. Yeah, no, he's banned. Uh, okay, <laughs> what about uh... – Midgey. Midgey the TV series. <laughs> Belfast. Not the capital of the United Kingdom. <laughs> no, no. In Bruges, not the capital of Belgium. Just, I'm not talking to you anymore. Okay, yeah, you don't yeah. like facts, Donald Trump. I'm I still see. upset about Owen Wilson, you know. <laughs> Once you cross it's that bridge, fault. you never cross back. Exactly. Shall we get into some entries from my uh, surprisingly non-Istanbul capital friends in Turkey? Say yes if you never introduce it in that manner again. Okay, let me try that again. Shall we talk about some Eurovision entries from the people whose capital city is Ankara? Sure, let's do that. Let's jump in. So Turkey debuted in 1975. They sent Samia Yanki with the song Am I Turkish? You guys already know this. Going into this is atrocious. Sinile Bir Dakika. Oh, that's fantastic. I wanted to get comfortable to listen to you, like, murder the <laughs> Turkish language. Okay, I'm glad I could do it. A minute without you, and unfortunately for Turkey, they finished last. The curse of the debut, right? Like, this happens to so many countries the first time they go. Didn't happen to us, but it happens to everyone else. <laughs> I don't think we can actually blame the curse uh, of the debut on this one. Look, to be honest, I was actually kind of getting into this song, but then it just goes off almost into silence for about a minute. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, I think that's where they lost it. That's where they lost the cried. Otherwise, the song isn't bad. I got to admit, I love her passion. She's very energetic. She's very happy to be there. Um, oh, my God. I actually I love her dress as well, just not for the Eurovision stage. Like, I love it. I'd wear it everywhere, just not on the Eurovision stage. I totally agree. This song was actually uh, three points from Monaco for this one, by the way. This song was picked following a tie in the Turkish national final, and in order to break the tie, they held up two envelopes. One of those envelopes was blank. And the other one said, you're going to Eurovision. And obviously, Samia picked the right one. Uh, That's hilarious and iconic. I think that's the best way to do national finals. We should go back to that. That is the worst possible way. That is the worst possible way. The drama of it all. That's iconic. (laughs) Anyway, look, it's a quiet debut to say the least. I'm used to dance crazy Turkish entries. So this one kind of stunned me momentarily. You know, you're... Mm -hmm. You're all geared up for the doom tech tech and you don't quite get the doom tech tech. And I, I agree with you. I love her dress more than I probably should. I think it deserved more points. Decent start. Song six, performance four, fashion a six for a 16. Yeah, look, I gave the song a four, performance five, fashion 4.5. For a 13 and a half from you, plus my 16, oh, by the narrowest of margins, a 29.5 and not a pass. No. Now, in 1976, we couldn't even go two years without a little bit of... (gasps) Controversy, controversy, controversy. So, Greece 
withdrew from Eurovision in 1975 over Turkey's participation because of the Turkish invasion of Cyprus. Greece came back to the contest in 1976 with a song called Panagia Mu, Panagia Mu, which Turkey claimed was a song about the invasion and thus withdrew, broadcasting a song over the top of the Greek entry that was actually a song that was used by the invading Turks as they rolled into Cyprus, just to like really lay it in over the top. Uh, what do you think about that, first of all? Oh my God, like I love it when countries get really petty. Um, yeah. In that way. Like, <laughs> to hell with being the bigger person or the bigger country. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, my lo- I hadn't, again, I feel like I know nothing about Turkey. They invaded Cyprus? They what? currently occupy the northern half of Cyprus. Still. Still to this day. There's Cyprus and North Cyprus. What? Really? I know. I thought you knew. I had no idea. There we well, go. Now you know, the more you know. Turkey didn't actually come back to the contest until 1978, but when they did come back, they sent Nilufa and Nazar with Savinche, which means joy, and finished 18th. Single point from Norway and a single point from the United Kingdom. What did you think? Oh, I think this is another cult recruitment video. (laughs) I totally agree. Oh, my God. It's aliens are going to abduct you and take you to their land of bad fashioner. It's like they start off clicking on mass, but then they don't even click in time with one another. If you haven't seen the outfits, actually Google the outfits for Turkey 1978 because Julie Andrews made better clothes out of the drapes in The Sound of Music <laughs> than these guys had on, for real. There is no energy. The chorus is lousy. Two points was four points too many, I think, for this song at Eurovision. Yeah. It's kind of, I'm not quite sure where they were going or what videos they had been watching, but they were the wrong videos and they should set their VHS collection on fire is all I'm going to say. I give the song three, performance three, fashion of one. For a seven from you. And that's probably where we're going to end up tonight because I've given the song a one, performance a zero and fashion a minus one. Four a zero. Ah, ah. And a seven from the pair of us. I feel that's appropriate. And now there was no drama in 1979. Um, Oh, sorry, I forgot. We're talking about Turkey. Yes, there was drama in 1979. Turkey selected an entry called Seyavoram, I'm in love, but withdrew after pressure from Arab states as the contest was to be held in Israel and the issues around them and their neighbours, which slowly seemed to be less of a problem for Israel, Um, but... As we stand right now, yeah, so they were back in 1980. In 1980, it was Ida Pekan with Petra Oil, which means petrol, finishing 15th in the final. Now, Liz, I'm going to read out some scores here, and you're going to tell me what's weird about these scores. You ready? Uh Uh-huh. 12 from Morocco, 8 from Italy, and 3 from Austria. Oh, I don't know. Tell me. It's the only 12 points Morocco ever gave at the Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, really? Yeah. Of course, they were only there for one year, 1980. Oh, yeah. I guess they had to give 12 to somebody. <laughs> they had. <laughs> exactly. Um, what did you think of Ida Pekan and a song about petrol? Oh, my Lord. I think she is one hell of a sexy lady. Like yes. She looks like she has just dropped in from the set of a Bond film. I adore her and I adore everything she does. 
Although personally, I would not have made the backup ladies look like beggars in like their plain rags, but <laughs> you know, that's just me. I should be honest, I'm disappointed and a little bit angry that this didn't do better. This deserved more than 112. I absolutely agree with you. I think it's a step in the right direction for Turkey. A lot of energy, a really good beat, plenty of charisma, and oh, that dress. The dress is so... Oh, so, oh yeah. my God, that dress is life. I know, more than worthy of the only Moroccan 12 points in the history uh-huh. of the contest, I think. So I've given the song a 7, performance a 7, but fashion an 8 for a 22. Oh, I gave the song 5.5, performance 7.5, that dress, oh my God. God, she's a stunner. I gave it a nine. I would have given it a ten, but I had to mark it down because of those hideous backup dancers. That is a 22 from you, plus my 22. Nice. Is a 44. And if you're going to pass, Turkey, go with some some pizzazz, I reckon. Oh, and that is the only time I would pass on her. (laughs) That's right. 1981. I shagul al and modern folk Uklutsu, God, that was not easy to say, with Dernme Dorlap, Ferris Wheel, finishing 18th, five from Finland, three from Yugoslavia, and a one from Luxembourg. And this is what their 1978 entry that I gave no points to should have been. What did you think? Oh, absolutely. Look, I really think Turkey are giving it a red hot go and I'm just I'm not sure why they keep doing so bad with the scores I mean are they sending winners no but they're not complete dogs either I don't think 1980 deserved to come 15th I don't think this deserved to come 18th yeah no absolutely that's why I can't figure out why they keep like doing so low they've got some bangers they're not you know they're not mons let's be honest they're not ABBA but they are great songs great little performances I totally agree. I think this one's full of pizzazz. I mean, there's a trumpet. You know I love a trumpet. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? It's a total vibe. And how well choreographed are those mic swaps? That could have gone horribly wrong. If someone trips on a chord, they all tumble. No one's singing anymore. That could have been terrible. I absolutely would have given this points in the 80s. Like, absolutely, 100%. It's one of the rare occasions that a group has, like, actually really excellently matched their outfits for for the performance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they uh they went for it. I love what they were wearing. I'm just I'm loving what Turkey is throwing down. I had no idea. I think I'm a bit of a fan of Turkey. I know, gobble gobble. I've given gobble, the song gobble. an eight, performance a seven, and fashion an eight for a twenty-three out of thirty. Good job, Turkey. I like to think after this episode, Turkey is going to withdraw its application to change its name. what from turkey to turkey yeah yeah big move (laughs) what have you given this one um i gave this one 5.5 5.5 7.5 i don't know who they're who's like making the fashion but i i love it i want their number i same totally that is an 18 and a half from you plus my 23 is a 41.5 so off and running turkey 1982, Netzer with Honey, you know, uh, finished 15th, eight from Luxembourg, threes from Austria, Norway, and Switzerland, two from Netherlands, and one from Finland. And this gives me heavy, a barnaby, a barnaby, a barnaby, a barnaby, a from uh, Israel in 1978, which of course Turkey wouldn't know because they didn't go to that contest. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, if they had been there, they could have picked up some tips. <laughs> Actually, sorry, they were at that contest. They weren't in the next one. Anyway, um, I thought everyone in Turkey could dance, but this has very much changed my mind. What did you think? Oh, come on. I say anyone who says this isn't a bit of fun is a liar. Oh, my God. This is just crazy fun. You know what? I actually think he's he's actually got a really good set of pipes on him. Mm-hmm. Every now and then he sort of, you know, gives the note a bit of a whoa, like a gusto. And you're like, damn, you're actually a really good singer. You need to give the rest of the song that kind of, I mean, not go full Mariah. Don't hit the whistle register. Yeah, like we don't have 18 minutes. Uh, I like this. I think this was a bit of fun. I know I was a little critical of it, but that said, I did appreciate that I lived in the same universe as this footage of Istanbul's Liberace. I think it's it's nothing great, <laughs> but it's very flamboyant. Song 4, Performance and Fashion both get sixes for a 16. I've passed it. Yeah, absolutely. Like this was never going to be a winner, but just, you know, just a bit of good old-fashioned fun. I actually gave it a 5.5, 5. 5.5, 5. 5. For a 15. <laughs> After all that, I gave it a higher score than you did for a 31 out of 60, just passing that one. Brings us to 1983 with Shetten Alp and the Short Waves with Opera, Opera, Opera. Opera, 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 last with a null point, no points for you, Turkey. I boil this down to one sentence, and I think you'll enjoy it. When your optometrist has too many and passes a karaoke bar. Ah, uh, yeah, I get that. I get yeah. that. Not too far off the mark. <laughs> I looked at it, and all I could think was a drunken night on the Las Vegas Strip, <laughs> while the marriage celibate Elvis uh, sings to the other like street performers behind him. Oh, uh, yeah, this is a bit curious. It's. Is it a song in praise of opera? It it appears to be. I didn't stick the like the the lyrics into a translator, but I would say a song called Opera is about opera no matter what language. It's, it's not in. about a piano. I doubt it. No. You got in so much trouble for that. <laughs> Deservedly. <laughs> you you look, there's what you think the song was about and there's what I know the song was about, <laughs> all right? Oh, my God. It's like like they decided to, like, sing a song about opera, praising opera, but then performing it in the least operatic style that I've ever heard in my life. It's like we would now like to praise heavy metal thrash in the style of reggae. What? Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I'd like to hear that. That would be a great combination. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah, I, I, I was just a little bit too sort of confused by the mafia Elvis uh, that was going on to really just—I don't know what was going on during this. I agree. The pace is constantly changing throughout this song, and he brought a bar stool. Why did he bring a bar stool? Because he's drunk. Well, yeah, well, I guess so, in case you needed to quick sit down. Uh, the costume's very cheap, but this has a stupidly gets-in-your-ear chorus. My brain after this was going, oh, better, oh, better, oh, better, oh, better, oh, better, oh, better. It's, <laughs> it's a sight to see, but it's not a sight to score. Straight twos from me for a six. Oh, oh my God. I, as always, I am the most generous person here. I gave it threes across the board. <laughs> 
Nine from you, six from me, and a 15 between us. Not a pass there. 1984, Besh Yil Onche on Yil Sonra with the song Halle, which finished 12th. 10 from Yugoslavia, six is from Sweden and Switzerland, and a five from the UK. They've very much gone with this formula of performance before to varied success, but I don't quite like this one as much as I like the other ones. Um, look, I think this is important time that we should note, as we know, uh, I am recording. This is my first episode recording in the new house and I don't have my furniture and I've been on the form on the floor and I'd like to say, hello, I have muscle cramps. Oh, oh my leg. My leg's gone to sleep, Jack. <laughs> We've been recording like half an hour. How are you this tired already? <laughs> okay, I'm, it's all my excessive thinking about the history of Turkey. It's drained me, Jack. It's drained me and given me a cramp. All that brain work always takes your legs out first, doesn't it? What did you think of this song? <laughs> Look, I think this song is an absolute bop. And to be honest, I'm outraged it's not in the top ten. I do think the outfits are so wrong. Like, whilst they are 100% a 1984 outfit... They are singing about Halle, the national traditional dance of Turkey. I wish mm-hmm. they were wearing clothing a bit more traditional, like that you would actually like wear when you were doing a Halle. That you would Halle in. Yeah. Yeah. See, I really didn't like this one. I thought the chorus was fun, but the choreo is just lousy and it all just felt very forced to me. I don't, not a fave for me. I've marked this one down. Song three, performance four, fashion a three for a 10. Oh, wow. Okay. This is our first big disagreement of the night. You know what it is? The other thing is with all, with everything that's been going on in my life and in the move and I was expecting myself to be very disgruntled this week. Mm-hmm. I think it's had the opposite effect, and I've actually been very excited about life. I don't. You've been very gruntled. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, I gave the song an eight. Performance six point five. Fashion five. Wow, that is. Or I was drunk. Big gap between us. But <laughs> you can pick whichever one you think is correct. Could go either way with you, really. Uh, <laughs> that is a big gap between us, but not enough to get them across the line with a 29.5 between us. 1985, it is Masha Fuat Uzkan, or MFO, with the song Did I, Did I Die? 14th in the final. So no top 10s as far as I can see thus far for Turkey. Uh, 12 from Switzerland, 8 from the UK, and 7 from Ireland. And these are the cruise ship vibes that Liz just falls for. What did you think? <laughs> Oh, absolutely. This song is a bit of fun. I've actually written, it makes me want to go on a tropical holiday in the 80s. (laughs) I think this is great fun. And on a a side note, if when I start my rap career, I'm going to change my my name to MFO. In tribute. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Honor your influences. Yeah, I think it's the choreo is fun. The white linen suits and the Panama hats are fun. Uh, it's just fun. It is a fun few minutes. They it's, it's, So for people who haven't seen it, it's three dudes in the prime of their life, well, almost <laughs> middle age, I guess, at that point, and they're just rocking it out. They're just having the most fabulous time, um, and it's a lot of fun. Love it. Song five, performance eight, fashion and eight for a 21. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm really getting from these Turkish 
performances so far. Like they are really just, it's embracing life. They're happy to be there and they're just going for it. They're having a good time. Uh, I actually give the song 5.5, performance of 5, fashion 5.5. That is a 16 from you and a 37 between us. You know, you're right. Turkey love to just show up and be there, provided Greece aren't there or Israel aren't there or Morocco (laughs) are there or (laughs) the southern part of Cyprus isn't anyway look shut up but when they do come they just they don't worry about any of that they just get on with it exactly that's true last song of the night is 1986 it's clips v onla with Halle, which sounds a lot like the song they sent two years earlier as well um finished night this was their top their first top 10 performance ever uh 12 from yugoslavia eight from germany and switzerland and sixes from belgium luxembourg and the netherlands and gosh the 80s hit turkey hard and right in the face didn't they what'd you think oh look this is a good song but let's be honest the backup performers are the real stars (laughs) here oh my god from the drummer with the electric keyboards with his sweatbands on like he's so ready to like build up a sweat in these three minutes he's prepared oh my lord the man with the clown pants on oh my god the keyboard player oh dracula on the keyboards yes 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 with his long flowy cape and his velvet red i don't even know what that is that's dangling around and flying off him oh they are ready to rock and roll uh, we should say before we talk further about this song, we should give a shout out to Mr. T, who very genuinely actually, uh, you know, clearly lent all of his bling to the two lead performers <laughs> uh, before they came up on the stage. And on a side note, how much is the conductor living his best life? Man is have man was born for this moment. The man was born to perform oh. at the 1986 Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, I tell you, it. This has to be where Eminem got his inspiration from, just looking at that man. Because he had his watch out and he takes it. See, I, I thought it was really nice to see the cast of Designing Women find something to do between between seasons. But they've uh-huh. had much better songs finish so much lower than this rather uninspired entry. The performance is, sure, I love Dracula on the keyboards, but I didn't fall for this one as much as I love designing women. So straight threes for me for a nine. Oh, no. See, I actually mm. like this song. I think this song's like a bit of a bop. Like the performance, I have – I it's all for the backup performers, like these points mainly. The fashion, to be honest, I was going to give them a lot higher scores, but the outfits of the two singers really just bring down – the three stars that are rocking out behind them. So I had to actually take... I mean, it was 1986. You didn't really need to explain why you marked the fashion down. You <laughs> just could have. <laughs> Such a hater. Uh, look, I actually gave it a 665. Five wow. fashion. Yeah. For a 17, 26 between us, and I think you have outscored me this week. Oh, doesn't happen often, but when she's loving it, she gobbles it all up. That brings us to the end of our scores for this week. In third place on a 37 out of 60, it is your dream cruise liner performers in MFO, your rap-inspiring team on a 37 out of 60. Just ahead of them, it is... 
Isagul Aldinch and Modern Folk Uklusu. I wish it hadn't been because that was hard to say the second time around. Um, <laughs> you remember them. They were the choreographed mic swaps. They did fantastically. On a 41 and a half. Oh, yeah. It's all about those mic swaps. Absolutely. But our winners tonight, 1980, Ida Pekan with a song about petrol, which we loved. And she looked amazing on a 44 <laughs> out of 60. Now, this is weird. There is no comment of the week this week, and we need to cross to our correspondent, uh, Elizabeth Allen, who is on the scene to explain where it's all gone wrong. Liz, can you hear me? Oh, yes. Well, uh, we're looking at live action reports down here in the front line, and it does seem that in the delirium uh, that is the chaotic week of this week of having a too small delivery van arriving, having a new tooth implanted, moving into a new house, and one cat trying to put another cat out in the rubbish. Mm-hmm. Um, it appears that I reviewed up to 1988 and selected a comment of the week from 1987. So, full comment of the week, come back next week. Excellent. Thanks. Brilliant reporting. What do you say to uh, the people out there who claim that this is just an excuse and you're bad at your job? Uh, I say (laughs) on that note we'll end that skit there although I love our I love our improv Um, yeah thank you guys so much for listening for another week we'll have uh, turkey part two next week which I can tell you right now oh will be 1987 through to 1999 so we'll see how they go in the 90s other than that if you don't follow us on instagram or facebook please do check out our link tree there where you can find our youtube you can sign up to our patreon um and you can say nice things about us on the internet uh, which some people don't. Some people have opinions, which is fine. We don't listen to <laughs> constructive or deconstructive criticism whatsoever. We're just rolling along. That's that's because we are genuine MOFs. That is right. No one brings down an MOF in the prime of their rap career. Um, We will see you next Friday. We love you so much. Liz, any way you want to sing us out? Or shall we just do a bit of opera, opera, opera? Somehow yours was more in key. Good night. <laughs>